world we're back lucas jordan ready to talk about everything with you come on and slam and welcome to the jam come on and slam if you want it jordan we're going to space jam this thursday dude space jam yeah you know with um bugs and michael jordan and tweety bird and all space that. jam's coming to interest arena oh wait no, we're in February. It's Winter Jam, oh, isn't dang it? Dang it, dude. Yeah. Space Jam would have been fire, though. Yeah, it would have been. Not yeah. the LeBron one. I wouldn't go see that. But yeah, if it was the MJ one, not the GOAT. I'd be all about it. I haven't even seen the new Space Jam movie, and I'm not going to. Dude, me neither. Forget that. We don't need that. Exactly. Hey, we are going to Winter Jam on Thursday, though. So if you have not signed up, please do it. Um, we're leaving at four. We'll be back about midnight. It's going to be a really good time. So Lucas will be there. I'll be there. Other leaders will be there. It'll be, it'll be awesome. Yeah, I'm super excited just to jump around and have some fun and worship our worship our God. It should be sweet. Uh, hey, but about tonight, man, we talked about some good things. It was, it was kind of a heavy night because it was guy girl, and we talked about how to honor God with our bodies and our sexuality. So the tone felt different for sure, but in that, it was really good. And we talked about some good things. Yeah, I really hope that there was some vulnerability and some walls broken down and just some really, just some fruitful conversations that um, were had. And excellent snacks as well. Absolutely. We love those snacks. Yeah, you got to have the snacks. Mm -hmm. Hey, I just want to touch on a few things that we talked about that were really important. One, we started off with the fact that God doesn't want to control you. He wants to grow you. And so often when we start talking about rules for conduct or sexuality, it turns into this thing where they're like, you know, I don't want to be controlled. I want to do what feels right. I want to be who I am. And God can't put rules in place to inhibit that, right? But the truth is that God does not want to control you. If he wanted to control you, he could do it with a snap of his fingers. Like he doesn't need to make rules to control you. He's trying to grow you into what he made you to be. And it's so important that we understand the difference in that. And I don't know, Lucas, if you've ever struggled with feeling like God wants to control you rather than grow you, but it's a lie when we feel that way, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It's so hard to um, resist our own fleshly desires and our wants um, that our flesh just, we just get those attacks every single day. But something we have to remember is that God's ways are, high, are higher than our ways and our, his thoughts are also higher than our thoughts. And um Proverbs 3 talks about how we shouldn't lean on our own wisdom and understanding because um, we didn't create the universe. Like we didn't, we don't know every single thing, but the good thing is that God is all knowing and he is all sovereign. And so we can trust in that. Yeah. And there's a way that seems right in a man's heart, right? But it leads him to death. And so if we follow, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but if we follow our feelings, we follow our desires, it's not going to lead us to a good place. The next thing we said was that in order to really grasp that God wants to grow us, not control us, we've got to know who God is and who we are in him. And it's a long list we went through. We won't go through them all. Um, but just talking about the character of God and knowing that he, first of all, is all powerful and deserves your obedience. And he's a righteous judge. And if you are not obedient, you will be found guilty, right? 
Um, and we, we, none of us can be obedient, so we're all found guilty, and that's why we need Jesus. So understanding that, but also understanding that he's a loving father who sees you as his child, and he wants to be with you, and he wants to know you, and he wants good things for you. And then knowing who we are in him, right? That we are chosen, that we're free from sin, that we're his handiwork, that he makes us into a new creation in him. And so these things he puts in place for us, they really are for our good and for his glory. And it's not like he's up there trying to control us. And I know it feels like that so often, but seriously, if we can deny ourselves, right? If we can take up our cross and we can um, feed off the spirit and not our flesh, it's going to take us where we want to go, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. Yeah, absolutely. When I was looking at this list, especially of who you are in him, my eyes really went to um, God sees you as his friend as well. And Garen actually talked about this this past Sunday about how not only does Jesus love you, but he also likes you just as, as you yourself and your personality and your different passions and your different things that you like to enjoy. He likes that about you too. So it's not only that God loves you so much and that his love is vast and eternal and so wide and powerful, but he also likes you and he wants to be your friend. So then we can have a personal relationship with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like he does this because he hates us. It's because he loves us and we're his friends and he wants us to, um, be everything he made us to be, right? Yeah, and we're not forced to love him. It's not like yeah, we're not forced. We have a choice for mm-hmm. sure. We talked about how the the author of Psalm one nineteen, which is David, wrote that he delights in God's law. That he it makes him happy. He loves to follow God's commands. And we just kind of thought about how is that possible? Well, you look at David. He was possibly the closest human being ever to God, right? He was the only one who had written it. He was a man after God's own heart. We know he spent lots of time with the Father. And so if David was so close to God and saw so clearly who he was and he delighted in his commands, what does that say about us if we do not delight, if we push against it? Um, and the, the answer we kind of came to is that it's the problems with us. It's not with God. The, the problem really is that we are far from him and our view of him is cloudy and our judgment is wrong. And so we can look to King David in Psalm 19 and 119 and know, you know what? His commands are good. And if I was in the right spot and you know spiritually and in my heart, I would find them beautiful too. Um, and, and to demonstrate that, we kind of went through two illustrations. One was the broken cisterns that we talked about in Jeremiah 2 and how those things will never fill us, they'll never sustain us, they'll never be good for us. And then also that train metaphor of what is driving the train of your life. Um, are you a runaway steam engine being driven by your feelings or are you a train who is being pulled along by your faith, by things that are true, by things that are factual that God has told you? And just how dangerous it is to get on that train of feelings, right? Because you never know where it's going to take you or how it's going to shift and your life will be all over the place. Yeah. Jonathan Bacluda, who's a pastor down in Texas, he talks about how the common phrase of following your heart is so dangerous because our heart is deceitful. It's like the stomach. It's going to grab onto whatever it's fed. Um, so instead of following our hearts, we should inform our hearts and inform our hearts with the truth and God's word. I think my heart follows my stomach sometimes. Like if I really like the way something tastes, I love it. Is that normal? Is that how it is? Are your heart and your stomach supposed to be connected? Did God make a mistake with me? This is where you say no, Jordan. No, Jordan. Okay, good. That's just ridiculous. Good, I'm to glad. To be honest, we wrapped up the the message time with Hebrews twelve one and two, and we said we um, we do all this. We resist sin. We follow God so that we can throw off everything 
um, especially the sin that so easily entraps us so that we can run the race that God has for us, right? We keep our eyes on Jesus because he is the champion and the, and the perfecter of our faith. And so that's what all this is in service of. It's not like, hey, follow these rules, just do it and don't ask why. Hebrews 12, one and two says, when you throw off this sin that entangles you, that confuses you, that, that pushes you off your center, um, when you're able to get rid of that, man, you are able to follow God well. You're able to love his law. You're able to be obedient to him with a joyful heart. And you're able to live the way that he He made you to and really fulfill that potential completely and to bring glory to him and to uh, to bring goodness to yourself or blessing to yourself. So it's a long road. It's a tough road. It's full of mistakes. It's full of turns. Um, but if we walk it well, we walk it faithfully with Jesus it takes us where we want to go. And that's not to say it's easy or we, you know, get it right all the time, but the ending is worth it, right? Yeah. Enter through the narrow gate. Enter Many through the people narrow are going to see the, find the wide path, but very few are going to find the narrow gate. And there's nothing, and I know you can agree with me on this, Jordan. There's nothing better than celebrating victory over sin through the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, man. It's just brilliant that's why jesus came dude that's what it's all about john 10 10 life to the fullest absolutely so after that we we did small groups and i know that's where the meat of tonight happened there were stories shared there were there were pains that were shared there were good things victories that were shared and so hopefully you got closer with your leaders tonight and you were able to share some of that stuff maybe you weren't at a place where you could share it i encourage you if there's something you wanted to talk about or ask questions about or share with a leader um, to reach out to them and because I know they will leap at the chance. If you text them and say, can we talk? Man, they will shoot you back a text so quick it will make your head spin. Absolutely. Because 100%. they're dying to talk to you. Um, me too. So encourage you in that. Hopefully tonight was good for you. Hopefully you got a clearer picture of who God is and who you are in him and why we should honor him with our bodies and not just say, you know, do it and don't ask questions, but we can see the whole game plan that God has for us. Yeah, absolutely. He's sovereign and he's good. Boom. And tomorrow night, Space Jam. Let's get it. JK, it's Winter Jam. But we'll see you guys there. Mm-hmm.